The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard Malkil will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, and fire. Farewell! The fate of the world is in your hands! You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willett. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience, I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hey everybody, how you doing? Thanks for tuning back into the show. Um, My guest this week is going to be Zach Boyer, and Zach's currently working at the Piercing Experience in Atlanta, Georgia. And through the conversation, you'll learn of just how awesome that is. Uh, For for me, especially, to to hear that and to to know that um, is is very satisfying because he's a really great person, and it's awesome to see him get the opportunities he deserves. Zach was an LD scholar a few years ago, and one of the reasons I wanted to have him on the show right now, other than the fact that I was just in Atlanta, is that right now is scholarship season. You can go ahead and apply. There's about another six weeks left, but please don't wait another five weeks before you start thinking about it. Go to safepiercing.org, do the pull-down tab for conference information, and you can read all about the different scholarships. Uh, And you can get some really amazing opportunities out of it. Zach is just one of those success stories about scholars uh, going on to some really great things, awesome shops, different opportunities within the APP. Uh, Some of the scholars have gone on to be on the APP board of directors. Monica Sabin is on right now. That's a really prime example of people who just bust their butts and uh, get the opportunities and success that they deserve. So uh, take the time, go ahead and and check out that information about scholarships and get your application in, please. Uh, We want to get people out there. And if you think that you just have to sit home and and be nervous and feel like you're not good enough to be there, uh, again, listen to this conversation with Zach and and really uh, hear what what can happen and the opportunities that you can get when you just you work hard when you're dedicated and you 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 put in the effort really you know you show up and work and people will notice it and then you you get good opportunities from that if you are an APP member and you have not voted for the board of directors election uh, please pause this podcast and go vote Uh, we need to meet a, a certain level of percentage of membership for the vote to be valid Uh, You don't want to just think like, well, I don't know anybody, so why bother voting? Uh, You can go and you can learn a lot about people. Uh, If you you just have different piercers that you just like and that you trust, you know, people like Luis Garcia and Elaine Angel with tons of industry experience are running. You have the new uh, Fresh Faces. You have uh, Baron, who I just did an episode with recently. You can learn a lot about these people. If they're your friends, ask them questions. If you're in those APP forums on Facebook, go in there and check out some stuff. Um, but please vote. You know, even if you only vote for one person, just you know, vote. Uh, it's an important part of being an APP member and, and carrying your voice in the organization. For myself, I've got some classes available. You know, I always love to plug those things. I've got Monday, January 20th in Phoenix, Arizona. That'll be at Wholehearted Piercing. And then Monday, February 24th in Concord, California at Blue Star. That's in the Bay Area of California. I'm going to be doing my new uh, my new class for 2020, Advanced Application of Bevel Theory. I'm going to be talking about uh, wound shaping and recovering a failed transfer with a taper, different things, service piercings and freehand techniques and all different kinds of stuff. And I'm going to try to do more live piercing, more live demonstration stuff because that's what people have been asking me for. 
So if you want to get more information about those classes, you can go to precisionbodyarts.com seminars. You can follow Body Art Education by Ryan Willett on Facebook page. I've got event pages for all my open classes. You can learn a lot about that. You can see all the other people that are RSVP'd to, to show up. Or if all that's a hassle for you, just go ahead and email me at ryanpba at gmail.com and I'll go ahead and get you set up for it. Uh, for now, let's jump into this conversation with Zach Boyer. Uh, I met Zach actually at one of my classes, my first private class in Maryland, uh, and he was just a special guy. You know, we, we clicked. Um, I wanted to kind of keep him on my radar and chat with him, and I'm really happy to see him apply for the scholarships when his application came in. You know, it put a big smile on my face knowing that he's just the right kind of person that we want to get into one of these scholarship roles. And now seeing him working at Piercing Experience and learning about his journey there and how he got the job and everything, it's just really satisfying to see good things happen to good people. So let's go ahead and get into this interview with Zach Boyer, and I'll be back a little bit at the end. Okay. Uh, I'm Zach Boyer. I work at the Piercing Experience in Atlanta, Georgia. You can find me online. Uh, Instagram is piercing by Zach, Z-A-K-K underscore B um, you'll see stuff about disc golf because I'm horrible at social media disc golf yes disc golf like ultimate frisbee no there's a difference <laughs> there's a difference okay um, and you can find me on Facebook at Zach Boyer uh, Z-A-K-K-B-O-Y-E-R uh, so you work at Piercing Experience. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? It's yeah. crazy. Wow. And you've been there for what, five months? Uh, yes. The 27th of, what are we, November? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it will be, the 27th will be five months. Okay. So, let's talk a little bit about how we first met. Uh, Maryland. Yeah. At the Piercing Seminar. My, my first private piercing yeah, seminar it was, uh, ever it was when Matt I can't say your last name Bonantono Bonon I'm still fucking yeah up. I know um, it was when he was at uh, Black Lotus mm-hmm. and yeah I uh, rode up there on a train um, where were you living at the time Fayetteville North Carolina I was, where was I working out of at that time at that time I think I had just started at the shop I just left. So, yeah. uh, new addiction tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out the night before because I was like, I've never taken a train. This is way cheaper. Uh, went out the night before, slept like shit. Got into Maryland. Well, actually, got into DC, changed my clothes in the gross ass DC bathroom. Have you been in the DC bathroom? Dude. It's It's disgusting. Yeah. Horrible. Um, <clears throat> And then headed up there, and then went to the class. I actually rolled in. I I looked like a homeless person. It was Whatever. Yeah, that's that's the piercer aesthetic for some people. Yeah. And then did the class, and we went out to eat. Best friends. <laughs> Slept at a train station. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, whatever. Uh, I did that sweet surface piercing on your face. Yes. You still have it. Yes. Yes. Cool. Actually, I'm gonna. I've been meaning to upgrade the jewelry. So. Yeah. I'm trying. Baby it's, steps. Well, there's more pressing matters sure. at hand. Yeah. So. so, talk to me about some of the the life events. Like you know, we'll we'll kind of we'll we'll build up to the scholarship, and then we'll we'll obviously build up to Atlanta. But you know, what was your headspace when you were two years ago, Zach? So, 
I was working at this really busy shop and we were pretty busy. The dude that owns the studio was really good about just promotion. That's what he did. Um, I was also in one of those places where, where after I got fired from there because they let me go for no, it was, I was a martyr for no reason. It was like, you know, I used to joke with all the tattoo artists because it was a big shop. There was like me and I worked seven days a week, pretty much Monday and Tuesday. I would have been on call um, unless I was out of town. So going with my ex somewhere or something like that. Um, and then I started at New Addiction. And it was one of those, they, it was pretty much like, haha, you just got fired from one of the best shops in town, air quotes. Um, because they used, you know, poop jewelry, all that stuff. Um, and I got hired at New Addiction and I was like, okay, well, it lit a fire and I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like the chip on your shoulder. Can, yeah, can be a good yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, so it just relit a fire that I needed to have lit. So I started doing anything and everything I possibly could to start getting, uh, you know, jewelry up to standards. So I put some money into the studio and, or you know, and started with uh, less than good internally threaded titanium and stuff like that, and built from there. And uh, excuse me decided would kept trying to talk the owners into getting you know stuff like neo metal and nano metal and you know the the whole nine yards because i wanted to get up to app standard because mm-hmm. i wanted to be the only app studio in in fayetteville yeah um which that was just walking up a hill and cement shoes they mm-hmm. caved and we started getting stuff but it was never like it was never just like as much as you want, as much as you need. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it took them. It took them six months to even um, apply the 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 envelope method. Mm-hmm. You know, like take a portion of whatever we make that night, put it aside, put it and aside, then, yeah. and that's our order um, next time. You know, um, and from there, I found out about your seminar. I think because I've been your friend on. Facebook. I've followed you for many years, man, and um, you put out that thing, and I was like, I'm going to go do this. I need this. So, I did it, and now I'm here. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, well, let's, let's, let's kind of talk about the progression of it. Like, when you were there, you know, with, with my classes, I try, to, I try to take some of the, my favorite elements of seminars and conferences and and stuff like that and i try to kind of incorporate that as much as i can you know social elements like hey let's let's all hang out after let's all get dinner after let's talk to each other and meet each other and not just sit next to each other and listen to somebody yeah yeah um and that was really weird for me um because i only had one maybe two other interactions with like going in and talking to somebody that I respected as a piercer and like the one to two times that it really did happen I was kind of like one of those like you're not in the cool kids club thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and that was disheartening so I came in and I and I'm like I'm awkward as shit really <laughs> it's a prerequisite to being a body piercer yeah um you know and I'm not really good with new people for the most part um 
so for me it was like trying to step out of that and actually meet my peer group mm-hmm. um, and people in the community community that were somewhat close to me because that opened other doors for me to other people because like, I had doors opened um, in Durham with Shay Collins you know and that he that guy's one of my best friends now you know but like the fee was the first person after your your seminar I went and shadowed him mm-hmm. um, and then I just would start going up and hanging out with him and you know that gave me a footing in the door if it were I feel like that's a bad analogy no foot in the door uh, but like it, it gave me a foot in the door to be like well you know what these these dudes and these people are are just as weird and awkward, awkward. as me yeah. you know like yeah. so why not just shut up and see who you can talk to and mm-hmm. see who you can be friends with you know like because no matter what, you always have that common ground with that person. Yeah, I mean, you're doing the same thing. Even yeah. if it, you, even if you're at different points in your career, you're doing the same thing, and you can share your experience with them, exactly. you know, one way or the other. Yeah. So, what kind of led you to applying for the LD scholarship? I just did it. Yeah. I never in a million years thought I would get it. Like I got at your seminar. I wasn't even going to say anything, mm-hmm. but one of the other people there was like, oh, yeah, I applied for the ILD. And I was like, yeah, so did I. Um, and then, you know, Paulie was like, oh, yo, you know. <laughs> hey, yo, I did the, you did the thing. Like, um, <laughs> uh, Paul, but, you know, Paulie started telling me about it, you know, and come to find out, like, it was down to the two of us when, like, the final cuts and stuff were coming on. I found out through the gate, but, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I just did it I don't know why I did it I just was like you know what like they, I'm gonna get overlooked because I'm so used to that happening anyway mm-hmm. in my life like always was overlooked always in the underdog you know so but at the same time in my head it was it never hurts to try mm-hmm. so I did it and apparently it went swimmingly yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so what was the what was the application process for you like I mean there's the your, your obviously your initial application but then you had the interview process and and all that stuff so what what was that like for you the most nerve-wracking thing on the face of the planet yeah uh, I thought you had to do three interviews okay but I think you took yourself out because I interviewed because I knew you. Yeah, yeah most yeah. of the time I recuse I recuse myself. So in situations like that, when it's when it's somebody where I know they'd be good for the process, like I just I just trust that the other people on the panel. You know, was it Kale? Was it yeah? Kale, Kale was, was my person? first one, um, and I was scared as hell to to interview. And it, Kale is just she's just so lovely yeah like she really like just the energy around her she just makes you happy mm-hmm. um you know and I, I was scared because that was somebody else that you know it was like wow i have to talk to kale yeah like um and so it was kale and caitlin and i thought i totally did horrible with kale yeah and um same thing with caitlin i i think i thought i did horrible I don't even know why they picked me. Like, it was one of those things. Like, my video, because I had to do, I know they changed it to where you can do either a video or an essay now. 
Well, now now it's you have to do a video, and if you want, you can also do an essay. It was, well, my 2018, you still had to do the video and the essay, I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I think. I could be wrong about that. Um, and... Uh, like I did my, I didn't have time to like sit down, and I was gonna do it in like my backyard or something. No, it was winter time when that was going on. Uh, well, I was gonna do it in my house or something like that, but I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Like I was working seven days a week, yeah. and like that's what I did. Um, so I did it in my piercing room, and I was just honest. Like no edits, no nothing. It was just like this is what I think, you know, because you have your list of questions, and <laughs> there I, you know, was like, well. These are the two I want to answer, so let's see if I can stretch this for nine minutes. Because mm-hmm. kind of when it comes to stuff like that, I'm normally just like short and sweet. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Done. Right. You know. Yeah. So that's kind of that's some of the best stuff that can come across in people's applications. Sometimes they maybe try to, you know, have some zazz or like some cool, you know, angle or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. and they they try to make it be this really interesting thing but there's there's really not a lot of content there's not you don't get to get a sense of them as a person yeah you know so when it's someone that's just like I'm doing this in my piercing room because I don't have time to do it otherwise because I'm working all the time and this and that and this is my dedication like we look at that and we see that as a strength you know yeah. I mean, we're like this is the kind of person that, that needs a scholarship you know yeah. so those are the people that get it like we don't want someone to try to impress us we just want someone to be honest and be like I could use a scholarship, you know, this is where I'm at in my career, yeah. Well, another thing is, is like, it was really hard, so, not everybody has to deal with this, and the people that do have to deal with this, my heart goes out to you, and you can always contact me with this kind of thing. I was in studios to where it was like, I would try, because there was other stuff going on before, you know, other seminars and things like that, that people would have around the country or like close to North Carolina, I probably could have made it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always try and like, you know, I wanted to go to these cause I actively wanted to be better because I know how my apprenticeships were and they weren't the best, but I know what I t- was not. They gave me a good foundation on certain things, but asepsis mm. X, you know what I mean? Like all these other things that we all, well, it, maybe it's just my generation because I feel like my generation of body piercer was uh, by any means necessary. Sure. You know, we took the first thing that was yeah. thrown at us so we could actually be in this industry. Um, and what I was taught during those apprenticeships was just not right. And you have to te- unteach yourself that. So as you the internet came about and forums came about and things like that you start perusing like i didn't have the internet like that man Mm. like i know what i what you know from hell i didn't even find out about pfiq till i was already down in north carolina yeah and i had already been or been in and around the scene since i was that was in my my 20s so like 16 so like four or five years you know what i mean mm. there was parts of the history that i didn't even know anything about yeah well so, same for me and a lot of that stuff i never i never knew about it until i started going to conference and be like who who are all these people that they're talking about is like gods in the industry you know what what started it for me was Elaine's book mm-hmm. like that's what i was like well now i like that's how how do i find these articles you know so i went back and read like the old 
Ken Coyote articles and stuff that Fakir used to write, and you know, like would actively read Elaine's articles in in the One magazine. Pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I used to dig Tattoo Savage magazine. Oh, dude, I love I that. Love that one. I loved that, and you yeah. got to see some of the because it actually there was actual piercing and mod yeah. work in it. That's right. why it was so cool to me. Um, you know, so I didn't have that, and then when I moved down to North Carolina. It was a different story, so I got added to the forum. I don't know how or who or whatever. Um, I think Rick might have just been like, you're a piercer at, like, mm-hmm. randomly, sure. you know, um, <clears throat> on a mass level. Um, I started perusing and le- trying to learn as much as I can, you know, and then there was people that I ran across, like you and Luis and, you know, Christina and Brian and, like... <laughs> just was like, well, what do these people have to say? Because, mm-hmm. like, piercing experience I've known about since I was... And Brian Skelly, I've known about since I was 16. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, well, I didn't know he had information like this. Well, let me read it. And went from there, you know. And I grew and, and taught myself better and and just... Because I'm I'm my own defeatist as a person, and like I'm like ah no I'm not gonna do that that's too stupid you know so I don't know man it was just it's weird. Well, what was it like getting to conference and meeting all those people face to face? Really cool. Like I mean, it's very you know at the end of the day, I tried to go into because I've met like musicians and stuff like that that I've been all really big fans of and like. I never really fanned about fangirled, fanboyed, whatever you want to call it, like, out about them. But, like, for piercers, it's a different story, Mm -hmm. you know? One thing, one thing that all, going into conference, one thing that I remembered in the back of my head is that story that you told about Luca at the Boston Tattoo Convention. Yeah. About how, you know, you you were too scared to go up and talk. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That... That sit with me a certain way, man, because that was like you know I did that that really that that thing and made you sign my my foam and you know and that's actually with my first that was my first certificate yeah like that's in a shadow box with the first thing needle blank I bent with mm-hmm. that little thing on it because it's a memory for me I don't you know I don't care about anybody else um, I I went into it with that you know and then the only person. I really was like, oh my God, about was Steve mm-hmm. Joyner. Steve Joyner, yeah. Yeah, because that was some of my first interaction with suspension and seeing what that was, was mm-hmm. the core. Yeah. That, his old, is it still open? I'm, I'm sure it's still active in some, some way. Yeah, but like, I, you know, and like Steve was in the early thousands, Steve was one of those guys that you just saw him. Mm-hmm. I saw his stuff everywhere. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, um. But other than that, it, for me, like meeting all the people because I was a volunteer was like, I, I have to not appease these people, but if they, they need something, I need to help them because that's what I'm here to do mm-hmm. essentially is I'm here to help and do as much as I possibly can and see how much I can fuck up. <laughs> yeah. you know? Take unapproved naps. Yeah, well, that's that's my thing. It's what I do. Yeah. Hey, it, it, it could be a lot worse than just like, I have to go take a nap before I pass out. I've heard the stories. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, some of the, like, you know, and that's another thing is like the volunteer group was like, 
really welcoming, just like that first class. <clears throat> now, I've, man, I've been debating telling you this. There was one person at that first class that made me feel like I wasn't cool enough or 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 good enough to be at that class. There was one person. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I always chalk that stuff up and give people the benefit of the doubt on it. Because, like, you know, maybe that person is just having a bad day. Like, he's have in the, or they are in this class and they just got some really, like, some really poopy news, mm -hmm. you know? Like, <clears throat> who's, who's to say that, it, and, and it wasn't a projection thing, you know? Um, but I went into it with that mentality and everybody in the volunteer group, it was just like, oh, hey, you're an LD? So was I. Mm -hmm. We're friends for life now. Sure. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. What do you need? Do you right. need anything? Do you want me to go get you some water? Do you got snacks? Mm -hmm. Let's go talk to Caitlin. Right. You know? Um, and that's really what it, like, and that to me was just amazing. Like, to have all these people that I have friends on the internet, you know what I mean? Um, never really spoke to them at all maybe liked one or two of their comments so you have this perception of somebody on the internet now mm -hmm. of who this person is yeah um and now almost any of them i can reach out and call and talk to them and be like you know there's a couple of them that i talk to all the time that 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 access is is there it's just i think a lot of people never feel like they're worthy of it deserving of it you know uh able to access it all those things they feel like an outsider and then once you get once people kind of envelop that bubble around you you know rather than you like entering the bubble yeah. like you were you were always there but like people just kind of let you know like yeah we're all part of the same thing that just totally flips this switch where you're like okay now i feel like i'm part of the family too well another thing for me is is coming from somebody that that like so you know once again prerequisite to be a body piercer I'm an anxious person. Mm -hmm. So because the APP organization and conference and anything that comes with it is built up and we as piercers cause no I don't want to sound like an asshole but it's going to make me sound like a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. A lot of people outside of the community don't give a shit yeah. about that APP certification. Sure. Totally. We care about it. Yeah. And it's a goal for us. And once you get it, you're like, I'm the best. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, nobody... Achievement unlocked. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, look, I just got a new trophy in this game. Like, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so that's... Nobody else gives a shit. That's what... That's only we do. But that shouldn't matter. Yeah. You know, and but because of that, it is put on that pedestal. Mm -hmm. Everybody is scared to come out and be like, yeah, I use this jewelry company. Mm -hmm. Like at dinner at your first conference, that was one thing. Like, um, I was talking to, I think it was Dan. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, yeah, man, I buy all my disposables from um, this certain company. You know, and I know I shouldn't really support this company. And he was like, fuck that. Yeah. It's, you can get bulk at cheap and it's, you know, like that shit lasts me for however long. He mm -hmm. was like, I'll never buy their jewelry. Yeah. But you best believe anything that's a disposable, I'll buy from mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well now I don't feel so bad, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, 
I can't remember who else it was that said it. I think it might have been him too, man. Like he was one of, like, because me and him sat across from each other at dinner, and like he totally was like, make me made me feel like I was part of something in the community for once, mm-hmm. you know, because I've known other piercers and stuff, but yeah. it's never been what it is now for me. So, <laughs> yeah. So you 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 do your first year mm-hmm. as a scholar, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, you get invited back yes. to, to go and be part of that volunteer team. And that I feel like that is almost, in, in some ways, the bigger achievement because it shows that, like, you know, you excelled as a scholar and that, you know, you're, you're doing the work and, and people trust you. Yeah. Um, I was one of the... Man, I hate talking about this. I was one of the top scholars my year it was me and my I room- remember I was me and my roommate John John Salzer oh I love that guy yeah. hi John um I just talked to him last night um you know so but I never thought I'd get invited back I also want to say just for posterity I feel I am the only scholar to ever call Aaron Pollock and Cody Vaughn dicks to their face. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to throw that out there too. So that's still got welcome back. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's a story for, it's actually one of my favorite stories to actually tell because just how all that stuff kind of came about and how Aaron, it was Aaron's idea. Tell tell the story. Um, So I'm at Splash Bar for those people that have never been to Bali's, Bali's Also side note, it's not the Splash Bar. Do you know why it's called the Splash Bar? Yes, because there was another bar in Vegas that was actually called the at Splash the Riviera, Bar. And we were there that's for where, years. Yeah, and, that's and everybody where was hanging out at the Splash Bar. So, Splash Bar 2? Yeah, the hotel The hotel bar is always called the Splash Bar. Now. Yeah. I, uh, so, I'm walking down. Bally's is set up when you there's the car service and stuff where they drop people off and there's doors and you can walk in it and then that's where the bar is over to the left hand side there's like the the gift shop and all that stuff so i'm standing at the top of the stairs to the bar you know and aaron comes up and cody comes up and cody's fairly big feller you know and he's standing there all grimacing i guess trying to be and he's like hey man can we talk to you I was like, oh, shit. Because in my head, the first time anything and anybody in a position of power says, I need to talk to you, I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Yeah. So they take me over and corner me in. Like, there was no escape kind of thing. They cornered me in the corner next to the gift shop and the door going outside. Did they fuck with you? Yeah, they fucked with me. So Aaron, like, very serious. And Cody doesn't say a word. Aaron's doing all the talking. Cody doesn't say a word. And he's just standing there staring at me with this, like, I don't know, mean look. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Aaron's like, so uh, everything he said was just so matter-of-factly. So uh, your name keeps coming up in our meetings all week. And I'm like... Okay, and I'm like, Shorty saw it happen, and he's like, it was the funniest thing ever because you're just like shrinking the whole time he's mm-hmm. talking to you. And I was like, okay, and he's like, yeah. So uh, 
you're one of the top scholars this year for the ALD program, and we just wanted to tell you thank you for all your hard work. And without hesitation, I was like, man, you guys are dicks. You can't fucking do that to me. Yeah. And, you know, we all have a laugh. Yeah. They're like, where's your roommate? And I was like, oh, right over there. Go get him now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so... I, I remember I remember people saying really nice things about you and making sure that they wanted to introduce you around and make sure people know your name and know your face and all that stuff. And it's you know it, it's a good sign. Yeah, I'm nobody special. I'm just a guy who cares about. Yeah, but you put the work in. A lot of people they might be good too, but they're not putting the work in. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, I'm you know I I just don't think I'm any different than anybody else at Pierce's. We all backflip into our pants. You yeah, know, I don't I don't think you're any different. Than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so going going back and now. Were you a super volunteer or uh, volunteer? Like, I'm a new so 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 how it works is is the, to my understanding I may be wrong about all this. So how it works is you come as a, a scholar whether that's the no excuses uh, the new POC um, the LD there's a list there's there's a list of scholarships yeah. that you can apply for. Um, I don't know if all of them are a, volunteers. There's different levels of what okay. they're doing. Yeah. Um, but, like, so you come in as one of that, and you can always volunteer through emailing, like, Ju- Julie Taylor mm-hmm. at... Um, you can just do volunteers at safepiercing.org. Yeah. Um, and, and stuff like that, too. Uh, but there's that, and then you come in. And then after you come in... If you get invited back, you're a new returning. A new returning has to have two reference letters. Um, doesn't have to be somebody in the volunteer group. Um, it just has to be other peers. Mm-hmm. Two other peers have to write you uh, a reference letter, you yeah. know, saying why they you would be a good uh, fit f- back for our group. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to like just say it like that but that's that's what it is yeah it makes sense um and then this year i think it's i'm an experienced okay volunteer because this will be my third year mm-hmm. um and then after i think it goes like after that it goes to super mm-hmm. and then it's a complicated yeah Caitlin, i don't Caitlin and her duck army <sighs> it's complicated it's yeah so the you know what those those ducks are some of my best friends yeah I love I love everybody that comes through it, and honestly, you know what, man? Like I can't even say that because if anybody in the Pearson community, whether I've met them or not, like I I love you. Like it's He's just big softy. Yeah, I am. Like yeah. I'll still whip your ass if I need to. But like I, I'm I'm too old for that anymore, man. Yeah. Like uh, I'm over all that. I got all that out when I was a angry teenager. So, you know, you you prove yourself as. A, a trustworthy worker as, as someone who's bright and you know puts the work in and all that stuff so talk to me about how you ended up here in Atlanta you well <laughs> alright honestly like so I mean I feel that a lot of the good the, last year especially you were a good luck charm for me yeah I still feel that way like I'm you know you you don't know me from a hole in the fence man you know what I mean like you stuck your neck out there mm-hmm. and that's works a lot of other jobs aside from Pearson and when you stick your neck out of there and, and some kind of blue collar work like that that person better work out because it's not just yeah. there it's right. your name sure you know um, 
So, I, you, you're always busy at conference. Um, you were on the board 2018 still, too. Yeah. Um, but I saw you in passing, and I was like, hey, can I come shadow you? And he was like, you know, and you were like, you know who Christina Blasi is, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you want to meet, you want to meet her? And I was like, sure. And then you did like the, the, have you met Ted? And just was like, Christina, Zach, Zach, Christina. Goodbye. Boom. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't feeling well, you know? Yeah. Um, and we talked for a little bit and then. Somebody, one of the volunteers came up and was like, hey, we're about to go check on Caitlin. Do you want to come? I was like, yes. Um, so we went and did that. And then me and her talked a little bit of here and there throughout the week, too. Um, and then after conference, I put on the guest spot for him. I was looking to do some guest spots. Um, Diana Brown had me come out. And when I was living, to this day, I have a resident spot there. Like, if I can go cover for her, I'll normally go cover for her studio. Mm -hmm. um, but Christina asked me a few different times, like, to come and guest spot. And I'm like, the timing wasn't right at one point. Like, I had just got back from conference and was trying to get mentally stable again. Because mm -hmm. I went Kerouac after that first year for a little while. Um... <clears throat> And then um, to, I was like, you know, I'm not good enough to work here. Like, why of all people? Like, this is the scariest thing in the world mm -hmm. for you to ask me to come. She scares the shit out of me. I work for her. I've worked <laughs> for her for five months. She's still, she's the sweetest thing in the face of yeah. She really is. But like, she's, she's one of those people who's so smart it's intimidating. Very. Yeah. Like, very. And, you know, and Brian's the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there was a time, uh, so I was on probation my first year at conference over something I, uh, at a place I was working, they also had a smoke shop, they smoked that fakey K2 BS, whatever, mm -hmm. they got raided, uh, guilty by association, Sure. so, you know, they, they were trying to make, and it's a military town, Fayetteville's a military town, so they are trying to make... Um, like an example of it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've nothing came. I'm not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Like I've never been in trouble for anything like that. You know, mm -hmm. or any type of weird thing. I don't even have a record. Yeah. Um, so they gave me a year of probation. So I was on probation at that time too. And then she asked me last year in November to come down, but I have went home to surprise my mom on her birthday because her birthday is November first, and I was just like, I'm going home, not telling her just gonna tell my dad and um <clears throat> I was like not right now and then as I was home I was talking to my mom about it and mom was like son you just gotta do it and she's like how many times did I tell you when you come because mom's really been my mom's been really supportive of this mm -hmm. since I started um you know because I used to do that old apprentice thing you know bitch because I'd you know, was always wrong, and mm. you know, I wasn't doing. I was just there to clean up and clean equipment, and you know, like not getting paid or anything like yeah. that. And she's like, "If you really, really want this, you know, you got to do it. You gotta, you gotta sit there on those slow days. You gotta be in that that place. You, mm. 
you have to do this. Like, she was a hairdresser, so... Yeah, so she kind of got it. Yeah. Yeah, pay your dues and all that. Yeah, you know, and... Um, that was around the time I messaged you, and I was like, hey, this keeps happening. Do you think she would be okay with me coming and shadowing the day? Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah, that's a great idea. So I did that and spent some time with her and Arthur and just in the studio and seen real quick. It was really only a day, um, but saw the inner workings of piercing experience and how they did everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I could totally do this. There's some things I won't be able to do, but I think she'll be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So I just at the end of that day I was like what dates do you need covered and it was March 30 it was something to April like 2nd Mm -hmm. so the beginning or end of March beginning of April and I was like alright I got you I'll do it you know Mm -hmm. like I'll 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 bite the bullet and I'll just (sighs) jump into the water yeah so I did it, and she watched me pierce, and I was shaking like a leaf, and like I felt bad for the girl because of how much pressure I had to put onto her torso for the navel piercing, because I was used to doing them at 14 gauge. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, no, we do every those at 12. I'm like, okay, way easier, way faster, would rather do it any day of the week now than a 14. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that. She, it was like, like I said, like a a Godfather kind of esque moment. She shut the door, and I turn around and start wiping off my my countertop. And she's like, "Okay, just a couple of things." And it was like three things. And at that moment, when she was in there watching me pierce, I was like, "This is it. My career." She's gonna tell you, "Don't ever come back." Yeah, like my career's over. Your knives and guns. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you know. Um, but she didn't, and. I hung out for the week, um, did my thing, and then on the first of, so April Fool's Day, the first of April, we went out to dinner, I, uh, her and Arthur were talking about, um, some other people coming down and and covering, because Mm -hmm. she had whatever going on, and, um, when we got back to her house that night, I'm, I made a a drink and I was sitting there and I was like, so what other, I don't want to sound presumptuous, but what other dates do you need covered? Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to have me back. And she's like, yeah, I want to talk to you about that, actually. How would you like to make, I'll never forget this in my life because I'm standing right in her kitchen. She's sitting at her bar, you know. Um, And she's like, how would you like to make this a little bit more permanent? The first words out of my mouth were, you're fucking kidding me, right? <laughs> this is a weird April Fool's joke, right? Sure. She's like, no, seriously. Without even thinking about it. So so I have a really bad thing sometimes about just speaking without thinking about what I, I'm actually going to say mm-hmm. or how I'm going to... It happens a lot when I'm mad. Like, I'll just say some shit. And uh, it was as soon as that happened, I was like, yes. Yes. You know, like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is a dream, 16-year-old dream come true. Yeah. Um, and as soon as, but as soon as I said yes, and me and her started talking, she's like, 
you know, I didn't didn't expect it. I don't expect it to happen overnight. You know, I know you got stuff to finish up and you got T's to cross and I's to dot. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking after conference. And I'm like, like so I'm already going over the logistics of everything in yeah. my head. I'm having a panic yeah. attack. This is really? You haul yeah, 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 like, you know, yeah. and like, I'm going, I'm having a panic attack in my head at this mm-hmm. point. Like, but trying to keep it together because... Fuck, if I fall apart, this is my new boss. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, we all fall apart from time to time. Our wheels are going to fall off, but that's not the impression I really want to make mm-hmm. when I just accepted a job. Yeah, at, right. You know, one of the Piercing old... experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the the oldest in Atlanta. Yeah. And one of the oldest on the East... Or in, in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just made it happen, man. And um, luckily I have, you know... Some, people that that helped me make it happen and here i am there's uh, no turning back i could tell you some behind the scenes stuff is oh i know a few things yeah well okay so christina and i have, have been chummy for a while you know we would talk on facebook you know how, how's your shop going how's my, my shop going all that and uh her previous piercer moved on and she was just kind of carrying all the weight herself because she she's very high standards, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she, she didn't, she didn't want <laughs> to put it she's lightly. She's going to hear this and kick my ass. To put it lightly. Um, and, you know, she was like, who's on the free market that's not just going to, like, want to stay on the road or just get snatched up by, like, these mega shops or chain shops or something like that, you know? And I was like, you know what you should do? You should really take a hard look at the the uh, the Aldi scholars, you know? Like, scout them. There are a lot of really talented people they're like coachable, teachable. They want job opportunities. They want career opportunities. They want the opportunity to learn and grow. Uh, and you know, you're a good teacher. And she was like, "Cool. Well, you know, keep your eye out. And if you have anybody," and I was like, "Zach Boyer, Zach Boyer, Zach Boyer." Uh, <laughs> and that's one of the things right there, right there. I want to just go ahead and have it on the record. I will. I know I'm not. But in my head, I am forever indebted to you. You are forever indebted. You know, I'll send you a bill man, one day. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10% of your earnings for 10 years that yeah. should, should call it even. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We're both going to be broke. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I mentioned your name, and then that's when I wanted to make sure that I introduced the two of you face-to-face. And yeah. uh, and then she was she was talking to me on Facebook, and she'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get him out here, and he's... He seems like he's always busy or something's coming up. And I was like, stay on it. And then I would check in with you every now and then and be like, so uh, you set up that, that, that yeah. trip to Atlanta to go see a, a piece yeah. experience? Yeah. And like, dude, honestly, you were the, the, you pushed me so much. And there's a few other people out there that really did too. Yeah. Um, Alicia Lowe mm-hmm. from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she, she pushed me a lot about it too. Cause I talked to her quite a bit mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, there's, if it wasn't, wasn't for her, I probably, you and her especially, um, I probably wouldn't have done it. I'm glad you did though. So am I. I'm because dude. we're sitting here in Atlanta and you're wearing a piercing experience shirt. <laughs> that was uh subliminal marketing. Subliminal marketing. <laughs> um, you know, and, um, yeah, man. And, and you know, like, so weird enough, I don't really know. I feel like a lot of people do. I forgot what being like happy was. Ugh, believe I me, I forgot that that feeling, and like 
there's things that aren't necessarily the best right now, you know, but holy fuck, am I happy mm-hmm. for once in a long, long time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's a weird and scary feeling. Do what you love and you'll never work a day in oh, your life. See, I know. I I'm more of the Bukowski uh, mentality. Yeah. Find what you love and let it kill you. you right. Know? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's me, you know, but also, you know, it, it's one of those things like, it, it's it's crazy, man. The last two years of my life have been super, super surreal. And there there's some people out there that if they they wouldn't have been a cheerleader and in my corner, I would still be where I'm at, man. Fighting that fight. Mm-hmm. Try, like trudging up the, the hill being like, God damn it. Just, I know you guys think $1,500 is a lot, but it's not, you know, yeah. like... <laughs> But and they wouldn't let. That's that's something for another. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's a whole that we could have another whole conversation about. But don't you know? Don't go thinking that it's like you know I did this for you or whatever. It's just you put in that work and you worked so hard that people noticed. Yeah, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Like I'm not trying to take away from what I've done. Mm. But however, the fact of the matter is. Is if it wasn't for, you know, people being like, well, Christine is looking for somebody. So, hey, man, do you got any leads on anybody? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now, not only do I have the most stressful job I've ever, well, it's not stressful. It's actually like I've. I would I know what you mean. Though, yeah. When it's like yeah. it's that internal, like you're just you want to strive for excellence. And yeah. You don't want to let anybody down. That kind of. Yeah. And, I get that. And 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 this is it's stupid. I put this much pressure on myself. Like Arthur told me it the other day. Somebody else told it, has told it to me recently. But not only do I have this stressful ass job, that's probably the most stressful and best job I've ever had in my career. But I also have. If, if I fuck up bad enough, I'm going to let you down. I'm going to let everybody else that came through the door and piercing experience before me down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let fucking, you know, I'm <laughs> going to let Brian down. Brian Skelly will yeah, weep. Yeah, you know, weep like, French I'm going to let Christina down. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, putting your faith in some... One of the reasons when I would go do stuff that I would never have somebody come in and cover for me mm-hmm. is because, one... I wasn't up to par, and everybody there were people would have came into the studio and been like, "I'm out," <laughs> like you know, I just wasted a trip here. Like I'm not even I'm gonna be in completely in the red at the end of this this trip, um, and I have such a high standard for myself mm-hmm. that I didn't feel any a lot of people in my area were up to par. Sure, so I think a lot of people feel that way. There's always the shop down the street. And, no, dude, Fayetteville is like $5 piercing capital of the world. Yeah, but, you know, everybody's got... Yeah. Everybody's got that. I've got it. Everybody's Everybody's, everybody's got, got it. it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, like, yeah. there's 70 shops in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. You know there's, like, hundreds in, in Berlin, Germany? Yeah. Like, if you talk to the, the Berliners, if you talk to the, the German piercers, like, the competition in some of those European markets is, like, beyond insane. You know, yeah, 500 it, shops in a city or something? You yeah, know? but another thing is, is, over there, though, to my understanding, you know you know more about this than me. To my understanding, there's a, a lot of those 
the the Euro piercers will just bounce around from place sure. to place. Sure. Like you know, they'll be over in, there. It's it's like two it's, shops within Berlin in a day, yeah. or not a day, but like a week. Yeah. you know, while they're doing going from England to Spain mm-hmm. or something like that. They know? live the life <laughs> yeah. over there, like yeah. Charlie LeBeau, like watching. Charlie oh, LeBeau I love Charlie to death. Instagram, like it's just like I want that life. Yeah. She's another really good friend. Dubai one week and Paris the next week and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm excited to see, you know, where you're at in another year, you know, once you're settled in here and you're feeling, you're feeling more comfortable and all that stuff and watching you grow like a little flower you are. Oh, it's, uh, it's fun. It's cool. It's, 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 uh, it's very satisfying for me to see people who work hard, get the things that they deserve in life. And, you know, it's just, it's cool to see it. Well, thank you. So I'm um, glad that we got to do this interview. I uh, am too. Especially yeah. that we got to do it in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been wanting to come up there, hang out with you. Honestly, a couple other people up in the the north, yeah, northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Brian's right up there too. Brian yeah, uh, that's pretty much like yeah. in my head. That's plan is like because yeah. you're like an hour and something, and then Kale is like. It, like there, there are a whole bunch of APP members in New England, and they're all we're all an hour apart from each other. Yeah, like because yeah. there's there. Well, Kale and Piercing Emporium. Okay, Kale and Piercing Emporium are close. Yeah, yeah, but but pretty much everybody else. It's is like an hour, hour away because there's you and Brian and her and Rockstar. Yeah, and Black Diamond been, Visions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, oh right, yeah, Rob's Black Diamond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know some of the people at Black Diamond. There's yeah. some people like I know the studio, but I don't because I. It's one of those like Facebook blur mm. things. Like I don't know who's, sure. who's there, or who's not. Yeah, I can't. I can't even remember people's first names at this point. Yeah. It's just like uh, I, I recognize your Facebook profile picture, but that's it. Yeah, uh, it's very. It's yeah. There's mm. lots of very dis- very blunt descriptive words. Yeah, I like to use dude and man way too much. <laughs> I need to stop that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I call too many people bro lately. Yeah, so. Uh, um, well. Let's kind of end it here because okay. I think we I think we should do I think we should revisit this maybe like a conference next year or something like that and and catch yeah. up with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for the people listening again, what's your uh, what's your social media and where do you work? <laughs> uh, I'm Zach Boyer. I work at the Piercing Experience in gorgeous Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you can find me on Instagram at piercing by Zach Z A K K underscore B, and you can find me on Facebook at Zach Boyer. I also have a Facebook business page. Uh, it's just piercings by Zach. B. You can always reach me there too. Cool. So, Yay! All right, there you have it. It's a cool story. Here in uh, where somebody can get if they just put in the work and and that's it i mean put in the work really so many piercers kind of get their 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 tires stuck in the mud where they're really frustrated um and i think sometimes that can be because maybe there's a shop owner or someone else who doesn't want to buy the thing that you think you need or send you to the thing that you want to go to to learn but there's a recurring theme that I hear over and over and over again with the most successful piercers and the most successful studios is that they don't let those kinds of things stop them. Uh, if you need to leave your studio, leave your studio. And I, I know that there's a bias that goes into that to say, well, you have the ability to do this, to do that. You know, 
these people have the the thought process of they're not going to get evicted or get their car repossessed or default on a loan payment or something like that because they're following their dreams. Uh, I understand that not everybody has the same advantages, not everyone has the same opportunities, uh, but there are a lot of different things out there that you can use as resources to get yourself those opportunities that you want. Again, if you if you want to get out to the APP conference and you don't think you can make it there on your own financially, apply for a scholarship. It's open now. You've got a couple of weeks to take care of that. Go to safepiercing.org, follow the link to conference information and scholarship information, and get those applications in. Uh, there are multiple scholarships. Apply to all of them. Uh, apply to every single one that you're eligible for. And uh, we just want to see piercers succeed and, and get their opportunities. And Zach is definitely someone who's making the most of every opportunity that he gets in front of him. So for me, uh, I'm going to be back next week with another interview. I think it's going to be with uh, Temi, the person who runs the My Africa organization. Talk a little bit about that experience when I, when I went to London. I've got another interview that uh, Kellen Smith did. Uh, he's going to be one of the, the guest hosts coming up soon. That's going to be a really fun one. And then I'll probably do some sort of a 2019 end of year recap thing. And it's crazy thinking that I'm going into my third year doing this, doing this podcast. And I keep telling myself, maybe uh, I'm not going to do it weekly or whatever. I, I might end up taking a little bit of time off after the new year, maybe take two weeks off or something like that. But I'm going to keep it going. Uh, I do foresee a day where... Uh, it's not going to be a weekly podcast anymore. It'll just be whenever I have good content, you know, so maybe one or two or three a month or something. But uh, I'm going to I'm gonna try to stick to it. I've been feeling a little bit worn down lately. I'm going to be home for the next six weeks, which is actually the longest stretch of time that I've been home for in the last two years with all the traveling and all the trips and everything like that. I'm usually only home for maybe two to three weeks at a time before I'm off to the next thing. So I got six weeks at home. No idea what I'm going to be doing with it other than just kind of working at the shop. So, uh, But I'll keep the show going for you. If you do have ideas of what you want to hear on the show, who I should be talking to, maybe should I try some different show formats, try out some new stuff, do more Q&A stuff, reach out to me. Um, you can go to piercingwizardpodcast.com. I still have that anonymous Google form up there. You can submit ideas on content for the show. Uh, if we're friends on Facebook, just shoot me a message or interact with any of the social media pages. We've got Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook, Piercing Wizard Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can always email me, ryanpba at gmail.com, whether you want to give me ideas or whether you want to get signed up for a class. But uh, for now, I'll keep the show going for you. But who knows how much longer... For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like Piercing Wizard Podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>